like the real deal now. Ooh. Gonna kick this sorry ass out on the street. Welcome to the Lord of Western Podcast. My name is Robert Fuller, and return to the podcast is Bill Bitnell. Bill, welcome back. Hey, Robert, how are you? I'm fine, thank you. And we are continuing our series of 10 years of Money in the Bank. And this time we are talking about the match at WrestleMania 22, Topic in Chicago. So, um, Bill, I'm not sure if you're a wrestling fan during this time or not, but what were your initial impressions when you first heard about Money in the Bank? Um, well, this was uh, this was a bit before I started watching again. I started watching wrestling again in uh, 2006, uh, about that summer. And uh, Money in the Bank uh, was actually something I learned about from playing one of the WWE video games at the time. And it seemed like a perfect fit for that sort of environment. Just crazy all over the place. Um, An interesting continuation of the idea of... uh, TLC, which was the big thing when uh, I had stopped watching in around 2001. And so, um, yeah, it was a really interesting concept for me. I was uh, excited to see one. The first one I actually watched was uh, WrestleMania uh, 23, the one that uh, Mr. Kennedy won that you'll be getting to next time. But uh, it it seemed like a fun, all-over-the-place concept. And this one at WrestleMania 22 is pretty fun. Yeah, it seems to be. It is a very uh, interesting match. I mean, the first one I ever watched was WrestleMania 26. I ever watched it on DVD, and then the, watch was, the first one I actually saw live was one, one of the ones we're, we're going to talk about, which is the SmackDown uh, match in 2013. Um, right. So, pretty much the story behind this one, this bit one, is that um, last uh, the year before, it was Trisha Alpha's idea to uh, create the money in the bank. Kalito right. um, in February 2006. Um, proposes it to Mr. Man. Mr. Man goes, that's a good idea. And so he does that at WrestleMania 22. Um, mm-hmm. And then it's announced it's going to be interpromotional. Um, so we have three 25 matches in each brand. Um, in the war brand matches, RVD defeats Trevor Mordek, and I don't know who that is, by the way. Um, Sheldon Benjamin beats Chavo Duero, and Rick Flair defeats Kalito. Uh, Receive them one because of Kalito's idea to be to have the match <laughs> to begin right. with. Um, on SmackDown, um, Finley beats Bobby Lashley and Matt Hardy beats Wardroy Annual. And then um, Teddy Long says have a last chance battle royal and Bobby Lashley wins that one. So you have six competitors, which will be Ric Flair, Bobby Lashley, RBD, Sheldon Benjamin, Finley, and Matt Hardy. Um, of those six guys, do you think that was a good group of guys to go with? I, I would say um, it, it's kind of a typical money in the bank spread. It feels like there's two or three guys who could win it. Um, they were they were do, really te- seemed to really be teasing Flair wanting to have one more run with the title around this time. I remember he had a match with Edge earlier in the year uh, for the belt, so he seemed like somebody who could win it. Uh, Shelton Benjamin, who was the standout the year before, probably uh, Rob Van Dam, obviously. Uh, 
so it seemed it seemed like an interesting mix of people who could conceivably win it and people who are kind of there, like Finley, for example, to play spoiler. The 2006 Finley run is really interesting because he's he's treated like a big deal, which is really fascinating because he never was in WCW. So yeah, it's it, it's really interesting to see him come in and you know wreck shop with Ric Flair and hang with people like Booker T and things like that. So yeah, it was a kind of, kind of an interesting, uh, lineup, not really as conventional as the one before it, but different. Yeah. Um, what do you think about Ric Flair being in it? Cause it is weird seeing the 15 time, no, 16 time mm-hmm. world champion being in it. Mm-hmm. It, it's it, yeah, it's strange because uh, but again they they keep putting over Flair wants one more shot he wants the title one more time and the, and the sad part of that is he never gets it <laughs> yeah that's true he never gets one more title reign but um the wasn't the I think his match with Edge his title match with Edge was actually a ladder match too uh, so, I don't think I've ever seen it so they they get Flair gets a really interesting run this year he. Uh, he ends up in a, I don't know if you've seen this, but he ends up with feuding Mick Foley later on in the year over yeah. uh, comments he made in his book. And they have this series of just ridiculous, over-the-top, silly, hardcore matches that are just, they're, they're not particularly great, but it's just an odd feud to see really, really old, obviously should not be doing this anymore, Ric Flair yeah. um, in that spot. <laughs> Okay, that's cool. Um, yeah, it's very interesting. Um, so we get to the match. Um, pretty much, Ashley was like pretty much the biggest guy by miles. Um, right. Starts beating up everyone before he gets kicked in the head by Benjamin. Mm-hmm. Um, Matt Hardy drops a ladder, but everybody then kick it into him and then does a suicide dive on him. Um, mm-hmm. One thing I think weird was did we do it WrestleMania 21? It pretty much was like just Jr. and King. Mm-hmm. But in this one, and this one, I think until probably WrestleMania 25, you have all the commentators taking part. Right. It does seem really weird and does seem to right. detract from the match somewhat. Right. You've got four guys kind of trying to muscle in, and it's, uh, yeah, JR and Lawler from, uh, were the raw commentators, and you have Michael Cole and Taz as the SmackDown commentators. And it really does, because when Jim Ross is on it, he's really good, but he, he, he keeps, you know, something would happen like Taz keeps muscling in, and Taz is really, really trying to make this brand rivalry thing happen that just yeah doesn't doesn't happen <laughs> he'll say things like oh that's a smackdown guy cutting off another smackdown guy cole i don't understand it and it's, it's everybody it's, it's obvious what's happening everybody wants to win everybody wants to they i, I remember what i went through last year watched all the royal rumbles and 2005 was kind of the same situation where the whole 2005 royal rumble is built around has about around this brand rivalry thing, and this was almost the tail end of it. Yeah. Uh, so, um, well, I remember when I did the uh, one of the awesome Undertaker match, Wesley Twenty One did a podcast for that, mm-hmm. and Taz's only reason for wanting Undertaker to win is that he's a SmackDown guy, and I'm like, <laughs> that's it. Right, you know, <laughs> okay, that's right. I mean, I get like only take us like what, like twelve and zero at this point, but still, you know, I think you need a better reason than that. Um, exactly. Yeah. Um, so there's a nice spot where Benjamin does a one and center off a ladder to um, RVD Hardy and actually on the outside. Right. And, lands uh, on everybody. Yep. Yeah. And then Finley sets up a ladder, but uh, Flair has to be a nice person and says so head into it. 
and then uh, Flair climbed up and put Hardy Suplexed off the ladder. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, that's pretty much done for Flair. He gets hurt and gets taken away from the doctors. Uh, really yeah. crazy spot for Flair. I'm just not the sort of thing you would even even expect to do. It looked like. I don't, I don't know if it was a legitimate injury or not, but it looked like he hyperextended his leg when he fell. Flair's yeah. never been good at those back bumps anyway, so... No, it's, um, it's, it's a weird point because Flair's what, in his mid-50s at this point, and he's probably got some really entertaining matches that you wouldn't expect a guy of that age to do. Ex- exactly, exactly. So um, after that, um, already does a drop toehold, put a Benjamin head first to a ladder, and then he does um, the rolling thunder, but he misses. Mm-hmm. Um, Ashley climbs up and then Benjamin tries to power, power bump him off the ladder, but doesn't get to Ash. Uh, sorry. Did, did it look to you like Lashley was he was really climbing slowly too? <laughs> I, yeah, I don't think he was quite comfortable with it. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit weird because you, you get that late. All the other matches we've seen so far, it seems to be after the match progresses, they get slower and slower up the ladder. Um, Ashley seems to go a bit slower, perhaps earlier than expected. Mm-hmm. Um, but when Benjamin tries to power bomb it off the ladder. Um, obviously, because Ashley's a big guy and Benjamin's well right. not. So, um, so luckily, uh, Matt and Matt Hardy and Finley help him out and do that. And yep. then Finley pay, pretty much shows some gratitude by sending Benjamin's head into a ladder. <laughs> yep. um, Matt puts Finley into the corner and then throws a ladder at him. And then uh, Matt tries to avalanche sprint and Finley goes, I'll just throw the ladder at you. So he does. <laughs> Oh, uh, I love I love Finley, and he he's great in this match because he he's not one for stunts, he's not one for jumping around doing crazy spots, but he just looks like he could beat people up. Oh, definitely, which is again his whole thing. Yeah, that's his whole he's, gimmick is baller. Yeah, it, it so it's it's great to put him in a match like this because he's not something you would expect, so it somehow works. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Finley then attacks. Uh, Lashley and already with a ladder. Um, mm-hmm. Flair returns to the fray and pretty much goes chop central on <laughs> Finley. He goes yep. and a with it. That's that's about all all Flair could do at that point. It's just true. Uh, if you watch those Flair matches from those that time, it's just chop chop, woo woo, chop chop, woo yeah. woo, figure four, no, chop yeah, chop. I can't remember when the ruse first started for the chop because I mean I watched some of the early matches. Uh-huh. And he does the chop, and I'm so used to hearing the woo. It's like, no, wait, hang on. Oh, no, it's, it's before that. So, right. um, then we get uh, Flair, Matt, and Benjamin start to fight it out. Uh, Flair pretty much deals with it, and then starts to climb up. And then Finley stops them by hitting him with a, I probably can't pronounce this, a shillelagh. Uh, <laughs> which, and I was like, I had never heard of it before. He was, and I was like, what the hell's that? And I had to look it up. But it, it's basically an Irish club. Sorry. Yeah, they, they they started that. That was the the weird thing with Finley is you've got you know Fit Finley is a great wrestler. He's a very convincing brawler. He can have a good match with just about anybody. But WWE could just couldn't leave well enough alone with him, so they kept covering him with Irish things. That's true. So they they give him a shillelagh, they give him a leprechaun. Uh, for a while, he had a green bowler hat. Yeah, it's just yeah. They they have to constantly go. By the way, did you know he's? By the way, he can also beat people up. Yeah, it's that weird. Is, that is true. Um, so um, Philly goes with briefcase, and then uh, Benjamin goes to stop him, but then Ashley throws a ladder at them, 
and then actually <laughs> hit a dominator on Benjamin and I love the yep. dominator. It was, mm-hmm. It's a very brutal move to do. Um, actually, he starts to climb up, but I think already hits him with a. Is it the Van Daminator where he uses? That's the Van. That's the Van Daminator. Yeah. It, yeah. It's sort of a. The typical Van Daminator is he throws the chair at him. They catch the chair, and then he does a. And then he does a kick to him. Uh, this one he does it in the back, which is really unusual. But I don't think it's quite a Van Daminator. I think the Van Daminator is more of a. I I don't know how to. I'm bad with kicks. Yeah. It's more of a back flipping. Uh, he just does a drop kick into the chair here, but it, it works. It it looks like the Van Daminator, so we'll call it that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, no, you've got that one, and then you got the I think the Van Tony when he folds the chair at them and then he kick the chair through them. Right. So, right. Um, but this one he, he kind of does it with the right. chair. Mm-hmm. Um, after that, um, Matt puts the ladder in the corner and then hits Lashley with a left up off the ladder, and I thought that that kind of brings me back to like those TLC matches that um. He did yep. in the uh, turns in the millennium. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he climbs up and almost gets the briefcase, but he's stopped by Finley. And then, but Matt hits him with the side effect and that sends them both off the ladder. And then uh, Finley decides to take another bump thanks to RVD when he hits a splash off the ladder. Um, right. RVD starts which, to climb up. Sorry. Which, uh, yeah, JR rightly calls. We'll talk about this when we hit. Uh... Money Bank 13 later on, but uh, JR uh, calls it like it is. That's It's not a five-star frog splash. It's just, it's more like a Jimmy Snuka slash. It's sort of a, yeah. it seems like a callback to the Jimmy Snuka top of the cage spot. More yeah. so than a frog splash. So, uh, But it's interesting because it's not something I'm used to seeing RVD doing, so. I like seeing RVD do things I'm not used to seeing him doing because, well, we always see RVD do, RVD do the same things. So, yeah, he always does the same cool. thing. Anyway, all the time. That's all. Um, after that, um, RVD starts to climb up. The bedroom pretty much comes out of nowhere and uh, starts mm. punching him. Oh, great uh, spot, too. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Matt, he, he's, that, off, he's off camera, so you completely miss it, and it's just like, boom, there he is. Yeah. Uh, Matt uh, grabs another ladder and then goes for the... Um, briefcase. Uh, Benjamin stops him and then goes on to Matt's ladder. Already um, mm-hmm. pushes that ladder and they go crash to the floor. Already then drops the briefcase and wins the match. Um, yeah. yeah, quite... I yeah, don't know if you quite... Sorry. You're pretty short, I think. Is that what you're going to say? Yeah, it seems to be quite a short match. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of like that about it. It doesn't. It doesn't mess around. It doesn't waste a lot of time. It's short, concise. They get the big spots in. Uh, they do their kind of fun stuff, and then it kind of ends right when it should. So it works. I don't know if people would tolerate the ma- a match that short now. Um, Money in the Bank ladder match that short now, but it really works. Yeah, I think so. I mean, it, it just doesn't... yeah. So it seems to be overlapping on our internet connection there. Um, what I was about to say was, um, it does seem to be, with only six people, perhaps, perhaps the amount of time probably does seem wise. It is a big ask to have six people do that for, say, pretty, pretty five minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't know. I would, I wouldn't want to see this match stretch. Yeah. Right, um, what was your question? I, I could. Yeah, <laughs> you, I, you asked me something like you're cutting in and out. Sorry. 
Yeah, sorry, so are you. Um, no, just because um, talk about the uh, the cash in. Oh, the cash in, right, right, right. Uh, the cash in was uh, at uh, one night stand. Yes, it was. And, uh, and he got notice. He uh, RVD set it up in advance. He said, "I'm cashing in, and we're going to have a match on this date," which doesn't happen very often. Uh, no, that's true. I mean, I the only happened- other, so the only other person to do that was probably Cena, like a few years later. But it's John Cena yeah. who kind of has to do that. He's not someone who's good. Uh, like, like all the other cash-ins have been like them being opportunists. Something will happen and they've seized that opportunity. So it is a bit refreshing right. to see RVD do something different. Mm-hmm. And, they, so, yeah, and they have the match at uh, One Night Stand, which is probably, if you, if anybody remembers anything and being money, Mr. Money in the Bank, they probably remember the match with Cena because yeah. it's it's very good. Yeah, it's it a great a match, and it's a great environment for the match. It embodies the sort of – it's the only time I've ever seen a sign that said, if Cena wins, we riot, and I believed it. Yes, that is true. Uh, the environment of the match works. Cena Are you still there? Yeah, I'm still there. Lost you for oh. a second. That's okay. Um, so you were saying about um, how you find the atmosphere of the match. Yeah, the atmosphere of the match. It was extremely hostile to Cena. It was in, uh, I think it was, what, Hammerstein Ballroom in New York? Um, let me find this real quick. Oh, no, 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 no. Uh of the match Cena comes out with the belt over his head uh head down the crowd is just just wants to rip his head off uh when this match happens and uh yeah Hammerstein Ballroom in New York and uh it's a great environment very pro RVD they just looked like they really wanted to kill Cena yeah and it's one of the it's one of the where a crowd being this hostile to Cena works for me I don't know. I, I, I like I like Cena, especially lately. He's having a good run right now. Yeah, so, well, um, fortunately, it's... Um, I mean, I, I don't doubt the guys at West. I just, I, over the last couple of years, I've started to really hate his character. <laughs> yeah, it's it's kind of... Well, it's been over 10 years doing the same thing. And, you know, even Hogan at a certain point became Hollywood. So Yeah. yeah. That is true. But, but the mat... The, the uh, one night stand match is good too. Um, it's a great environment. Uh, RVD RVD wins with help from Edge, which is weird uh, because he. I think they really wanted RVD to come across as a bad guy, and it doesn't quite work for obvious reasons. No, uh, RVD is one of those few guys, apart from maybe we were serious, which you cannot see being a heel. Right. Not in not in WWE. No, I know they did it when he, when he was at ECW because he, right. a lot of people were speculating on whether um, he was going to go to um, no one of the big two companies and they did kind of play on that and he was kind of right. heel in that kind of way. Right. Um, but that's it, boys. You can't see him being a bad guy. I don't think he was a bad guy TNA either. So. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. So that's it. The that's two <laughs> that's yeah, pretty much. So, um, Bill, where can we find you on the internet? Um, I am. I have a. It seems like I have a new Twitter account every time I'm on your show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I. You can find me at uh, 
Gem City Gent on Twitter, G-E-M-C-I-T-Y-G-E-N-T. You can find me there tweeting about wrestling, tweeting about writing, tweeting about uh, whatever, usually those two things. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much it right now. I haven't really been updating my blog lately, so check me out there. Follow me. That's all. And uh, for me, uh, my web, my podcast is on northernwestern.wordpress.com. And my blog is on lowdownwestern.blogspot.com. And that is just talking about pay per view reviews, even though I'm at the minute like three pay per views behind. Uh, but that's pretty much on it. So, um, Bill, thank you for being on the show. Oh, thank you, Robert. It's fun. Yes, and join me next time where we'll be talking about the WrestleMania 23 Money in the Bank ladder match. So until then, take care and goodbye. Toodaloo. Money, 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 money.